This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, good morning. Uh, hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to uh, the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our morning 8am series, the Arsenal News Show. Hope you're doing well. Uh, good morning to everybody in the chat box joining us live. Uh, apologies to yesterday's technical difficulties. Uh, today, yeah, I'm hoping anyway that you can see me completely fine and we're not uh, fading away at all. Uh, it's because, you know, never use StreamYard's green screen, basically. Uh, only if you very, 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 very need, very much need to. Um, and uh, I did yesterday. Um, but it is match day, uh, which is obviously a great thing. And uh, I'm very excited for this evening. going to be there tonight. Uh, if you happen to be around the Tollington uh, before the match, don't be afraid to say hello. It's going to be good to see plenty of people down there this evening. So uh, looking forward to it. I know a few of the members are going. I'm going to be there with Pablo. So uh, yeah, very much looking forward to seeing some people uh, and saying hello. And of course, hopefully watching Arsenal get a big, big result this evening, that would be very much appreciated, Liverpool, uh, to just roll over, really, and just accept defeat. It would be great, but uh, that's obviously not going to happen. But anything Arsenal can get from this game would be massive in their charge for top four, especially considering that now no top four team besides West Ham, uh, top four candidate, and even West Ham is a bit of a stretch, uh, have distractions with United being knocked out of the Champions League last night by Atletico Madrid. I saw people going a little bit sad about that, thinking, oh, well, they could have done with some more distractions. To, to be honest, I'm quite happy about that. And also, I mean, say if West Ham and Man United both finished outside the top four and then Man United won the Champions League and West Ham won the Europa League, then you wouldn't have that team. You wouldn't have fourth place in the Champions League. So if anything, it has confirmed that fourth place this season will be going to uh, a Champions League place. So for those that weren't aware of that, that certainly is something to be very much happy about. But good morning to everybody in the chat box. Matt G, good morning to you. King, AFC, Miss Mids, Peeny Ween, I saw you were in there first, mate. You can't pull the wool over my eyes. I saw that you were in there first. Uh, Paul, King, Clear Away, Dave, Kevin, good morning to you. Roger, Afsa, Bobby, Harvey, uh, Kevin, Hero. Uh, who else have we got in here? Carl, we've got Marcus. Uh, I believe we've got a brand new member, Steve H. Good morning to you, mate. Thank you so much for becoming a member and joining 
the TGT crew. I can already see all of the members are already very much giving you a very warm welcome. Um, morning, Gooners, will smash the scouts tonight, even if with their permanent two extra players, the ref and Satan. <laughs> very dark, very dark indeed. But welcome to the crew, uh, Steve, and I hope you enjoy your time here. Um, I'm never usually able to catch this live, even though I listen every day with uh, with health uh, and kids, etc. But I'm here. CM Jose, good morning to you, mate, and I hope you're doing good and hope you're enjoying yourself. Coop Dog says, today is the day we beat Liverpool and assert our dominance as a future title challenger i hope you are right my friends uh king says i'm glad that they lost tom i see it as a positive man united it can be on a negative impact on the morale i definitely definitely agree with you um i had someone leave a comment yesterday asking why i never really wear any arsenal stuff uh on the channel mainly because i just don't really do that i wear obviously when we play football and six aside so this morning changed it a lot of people take the mick about the fact that i wear a lot of dark clothing it's just you know it's just part of what i do it's what i wear so i have worn arsenal today the big man he's on the shirt so you know you can't say i've not put the effort in today so uh no more comments about not wearing any arsenal stuff we've got thierry Henry. thierry Henry will do the business for us so uh fingers crossed that brings us a bit of luck this evening um let's crack on though with today's show as always please do go and subscribe to the arsenal way we're now less than 200 subs away from hitting that uh, 10k target and uh, some really interesting stuff going on the channel uh, there's a transfer insight show going up on the channel this week where i chat um all about peruvian football with diego montalvin uh, and specifically about Jamal Laura, who is the Peruvian right back that we uh, have been linked to in South America. So make sure you go and check that out. I'll be live over there at 9.30 this morning as well in just over an hour's time discussing tonight's Liverpool game. So there's plenty to be talking about. So I do look forward to bringing you all of that and a bit more as well. Uh, let's go forwards, though. <laughs> just saw the chat box pop up with some ridiculous comments. Um, this morning, or yesterday evening, I think, uh, the FA confirmed that Brooke Norton Cuffey's uh, red card for Lincoln City has been uh, appealed and successfully appealed. Uh, he was uh, supposedly sent off a of violent conduct. I saw at the time that Kev, Next Generation Arsenal, who joins us for all of our, uh, our youth update shows, in fact, for all of them, um, said that it was a ridiculous decision. He didn't deserve to be sent off. So, um, you know, it's it's good news. It's positive news that Brooke Norton Cuffey is back available and will be able to continue his fine form for Lincoln and impressing Arsenal all at the same time. Speaking of lone knees, making an impression following Balogun scored uh, his first, I was going to say, his first proper goal. I know he scored the other week, but it was a very fortuitous. It was very well taken, very well done. Nicked the ball off the goalkeeper and scored. But this is his a first kind of proper goal for Middlesbrough. And what a goal it was. Cutting in from the left-hand side and pinging a curling effort right into the bottom right-hand corner. Fantastic strike. If you haven't seen it yet, go onto Twitter. You'll be able to find it. I think Next Generation Arsenal, Kev, our boy, um, put a tweet up with the video. So if you want to see Balogun's goal, you can go see Balogun's goal over there. Um, moving forwards and into tonight's game, Mohamed Salah, of course, as we all knew was going to be past fit and Jurgen Klopp saying, Mo is a tough cookie, is what he described him as. And of course he is. Of course he's going to play tonight. Well, I don't think we have much doubt about that. Even if he wasn't going to play, Liverpool's depth and quality in their side was always going to be enough that 
even without him, it wasn't that much of a dent. So we can expect Salah to be available and playing tonight. And Arsenal have got to try and learn to shut the Egyptian down. Fingers crossed we can do that as much as possible. It's going to be a tough test. However, uh, bad news is that Tomiyasu still probably won't be available. That being said, he did train yesterday. So that's some really good news. But I'd be shocked if Tomiyasu was in the squad for today's game. I doubt they'd want to rush him back. But we have seen it happen before. We've seen it happen with against Manchester City earlier in the season. Uh, well, not even that earlier in the season, just the start of January. But uh, Tomiyasu trained yesterday, but probably won't be back fit. Now, there is a bit of a concerning doubt about Gabriel. Uh, you may or may not be aware that his other half is nine months pregnant at this stage and supposedly was not spotted in training yesterday. Um Obviously, this is a little bit of a shame uh, if it's not available. Big congratulations, of course, to Gabriel. He indeed does have a child, uh, or rather his other half has a child. But um, it's a frustration that Arsenal may be without him tonight, which arguably would mean that Rob Holding comes into the team, plays alongside Ben White. Rob Holding's done well when called upon this season, but it is a loss if Gabriel is not going to be available for our game. We'll have to wait and see if this turns out to be the case or not. But just be aware, if he isn't in the lineup this will be the most likely reason as to why he's not going to be in the team. Um, now, moving on to the transfer news, and there's a couple of lines, a little bit of a strange one, but Ronald Araujo of uh, Barcelona has been the subject of supposedly a €6 million Euro per year offer from Arsenal. Manchester United are also said to be interested, but Spanish journalist Gerard Romero uh, suggested that both Arsenal and United have made contact uh, and a contract offer towards him. His contract runs out in 2023, I believe. Um, whilst uh, uh, Man United have offered a more expensive deal, Arsenal's ability to offer him Champions League football next season uh, may allow them to get a slight edge. Uh, he currently has a £167 million release clause, which is obviously nowhere near uh, what it would take. But the offers on the table are more than doubling his salary at Barcelona. It's an interesting link. For those that don't know, he's a centre-back that kind of was signed at a very young age, has come through, has certainly uh, made his name at Barcelona, has improved gradually. I, ha I can't say that I know uh, that he's going to be like better than what we already have, but he has impressed whilst in Barca. Um, but with the players that they're bringing in, Eric Garcia is coming, of course. They've got Samuel Mtiti. They signed up to a brand new deal. Uh, PK is still there as well. Uh, and they'll be looking at signing centre-backs in the summer too. Possibly Arsenal are looking to add a little bit of depth. I did think they might move for a centre-back because I feel like the future of Rob Holding is uncertain. And we don't 100% know what's going to be happening with William Saliba. We hope that Saliba will be back next season and that he'll be fighting for a place in the team. But if not, Arsenal would need to be working on uh, a backup. So uh, Ronald Araujo is said to be uh, that player that they may be looking to. And finally, the most strange story dropped yesterday evening. Arsenal linked to Edin Hazard. Yes, that's Edin Hazard from Real Madrid, former Chelsea. Uh, this, this is very odd. But according to Foot Mercato via Get French Football News, Arsenal are interested in signing Real Madrid winger Edin Hazard um, <laughs> I, I can't see this being realistic. I can't see it being real. It wouldn't fit in with what Mikel Arteta has been looking for in players. It wouldn't fit with what Arsenal are looking for themselves in players. But according to Foot Mercato, Arsenal are keen on signing former Chelsea and current Real Madrid former Eden Hazard, now 31. The Belgian Madrid's career um, has been difficult uh, thanks to repeated injuries and a lack of form. 
Um, however, Foot McCarter were told that he is not planning on leaving as it stands, but given the obstacles between him and the Madrid first team, which could increase if they get either of Kylian Mbappe or Erling Haaland, that doesn't mean that he couldn't be convinced of a move back to England. Chelsea would have been an obvious choice. Newcastle as well. Um, but Arsenal looked to be probably the most accessible route back to Champions League football because Chelsea wouldn't be able to bring him in with the current sanctions on them. But this is still a very, very strange link and just one that I could not see happening at all. And maybe Real Madrid will be tempted to try and turn around and be like, look, we'll give you Hazard if we can have uh, a certain Martin Odegaard back this season. But uh, we would very kindly and politely be like, "Uh, no, thank you, because we don't need Hazard at this stage. We don't need him. We don't want him. And it would make no sense for Arsenal to go and get him. So uh, no thanks. Five, six years ago, all day long. Uh, 10 years ago, even all day long, but uh, not anymore. And that completes today's news. Uh, so if you have any questions to throw into the, uh, the chat box, please make sure you do. And uh, we'll go through as quickly and as many of those as possible. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, let's scroll up a little bit. Marcus says, if Saliba does return and Marie goes... We need another centre-back. Yeah, and Marie's someone I completely, to be honest, forgot about. And him and his future is still very much uncertain as well. If he and Rob Holding move on, Saliba is not the only uh, person that will be needed to bring back and come in for that player. But, you know, you've got the likes of Omar Rekic, you've got Daniel Ballard, you've got centre-backs on loan uh, and in the youth team that are really exciting and, and, you know, proving a lot of people wrong in, in, in what they're capable of. So, it's still a bit strange that we're linked to a centre-back, but I'm not surprised that we are because maybe they don't consider Rekic ready and they don't consider him to be a player that will ever be ready uh, or Ballard, despite his impressive performances at Millwall. But it's a player that we're linked to. But it doesn't obviously mean that it's true, but we do report these stories and let you know about how we feel about them. Um, Sasha says, Hazard to, Chelsea, uh, Hazard to Arsenal. Surely he'd be going back to Chelsea. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vinny, what's your favourite Marilyn Manson song? Does your short hair inhibit or enhance your headbanging? I mean, whilst I do wear dark clothing, I'm not a fan of heavy metal music. I'm sorry. Sorry to burst that bubble. It's all drum and bass for me. Uh, Eamon says, if Kieran Tierney goes to Real Madrid, how much money do you reckon that we would receive? I want him to stay. I think that we'd probably get somewhere in the region of 40-ish million pounds. Uh, I saw people commenting saying we shouldn't let him go for 70-odd million plus, but he isn't worth that in today's market. It's just not what he's worth. Uh, he's probably worth around the 40 to 50 million pound mark. Uh, 24-year-old, he's under a long-term contract. He's doing fairly well at a big club in the Premier League. 40 to 50 million pounds, I think, is what it would cost to get him, but I don't think I'd accept that for Arsenal uh, if Arsenal were to be proposed with that type of deal. Um Adam says, Tom, why aren't you wearing your new glasses? Because I don't do the glasses when I'm on the show because they reflect the light really badly. Um, but the rest of the day, blue light glasses all day long. So, yeah, Adam, well spotted uh, if you follow me on Twitter. But, uh, yeah, blue light glasses, absolutely recommend them. Uh, Bulgarian Guna says, if we are indeed looking for that type of player, would you take Pedence? No, I wouldn't. I think he's of an age at 26 now, not scoring enough goals. There's not enough evidence that he's you know going to be reaching a certain level in the next couple of years when he's at his prime I think there are better wide players that are younger that we could go out and probably get to be honest so no I wouldn't go for Pedence um Lachlan says are you worried about the club's desperate for a striker gives all the power 
to the seller. It absolutely does. But Arsenal need to be better in the market. They need to be able to try and convince these people to sign for Arsenal. Fingers crossed we can do that. Uh, Henry says, your thoughts on Darwin Nunez and also how the youth teams qualify for the UEFA Youth League. Um, I'm pretty sure the youth teams qualify for the UEFA Youth League when their parent club qualifies. So I think if we qualify for the Champions League, Arsenal will have uh, the ability to also enter through their youth team. So uh, I'm not sure if that is 100% how it works, but I thought that it was. Um, but don't quote me on that. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's that was how it works. Darwin Nunez is a great, great talent, and he's going to be going for a huge fee in the summer. Lots of teams are going to be interested. Let's see where he ends up. But I'd be surprised if Arsenal weren't, worried, uh, weren't one of those teams that are interested. Um, Manu says, there is a guy that you've probably heard of for years in the Pro League, and he reminds me a lot of Hazard, Yari Vashalan. Um, just got the number 10 shirt, and he'll probably move this summer. I thought he was a bit older than maybe, uh, unless I'm thinking of completely someone else. Vashalan, Yari Vashalan, let's have a quick look. Oh, he's 20. Uh who am I thinking of? I'm sure there's someone else who begins with V, uh, as Belgian international that I've been thinking of for a, who's not. But uh, currently playing for um, Anderlecht. He's got seven goals, four assists in 30 league games, two in the UEFA Champions League, uh, UEFA Conference League. Yeah, qualifiers, two goals in four games and an assist. And two assists in what I believe to be is the cup competition as well. Good season for a 20-year-old, one to keep an eye on. But uh, I've not heard of him, Manu. No, sorry, not heard of him at all. One to keep an eye on, though, that's for sure. Ryan says, how many United fans cried yesterday? Probably quite a few, uh, and, and I hope that they did. Matthew says, Tom, last week you said you thought 27 points was a tally we should aim for. While I thought 21 was more likely, what we'd get. Thoughts now was United fix penciled in. Uh, yeah, look, you know, that's something we haven't discussed, to be fair, is that the Chelsea game has been rescheduled the week before we play Man United. Another game on a Wednesday that we then play a 12.30 game on Saturday. Chelsea on the Wednesday night. Man United on the Saturday early afternoon kickoff. Um, look, I still think 27 needs to be what we're aiming for. Um, I think we need to be looking for 27 to 30 points of the available 39 that there was a 36 now. So look, we've achieved uh, we've achieved that that first three points with our win last week, and if we can get anything from tonight, it'd be a huge push for the rest of the season. Uh, and would really give us the confidence. Pablo says, what's your thoughts on us playing United and Chelsea in three days? My thoughts are that I'm not surprised by any means that that's what they did. I'm expecting them to put the Spurs game in a weekend where, you know, we've got barely any time to to, to have any recovery at all. Um, it's, look, we, I, I used to think that swings and roundabouts and everything levels out at the end of the season, but I'm sorry, this season has convinced me anything otherwise that there are powers that be very much looking down on Arsenal. Maybe it's because, you know, we, we complain and the officiating in our games has been bad and we've, you know, Mikel Arteta has raised this point and we're very vocal with how annoyed we are with how we're treated. If that's having an impact, that's despicable of the authorities, but it wouldn't surprise me in any way. Um, and, you know, I just think Arsenal are being dealt a bad hand uh, intentionally at this stage. Uh, Ashik says, if Gabriel's fit for the match, is Gabriel fit? He's, I'm assuming he's fit, but the issue is that his wife, is, or his, I think it's his wife, um, is, uh, is expecting. So he may not be available tonight. Uh, Maximia says, your comments on the Chelsea match schedule before United, we just talked about that. Uh, King says, how high do you rate Darwin Nunez and would you want him at Arsenal? I rate him very highly. From what I've seen of him, he's 
especially the last year. When I saw him against Arsenal in the Europa League, I wasn't that impressed. But he's only gone on leaps and bounds since then. And his goal-scoring record is amazing. His physicality is great. He's the kind of profile that we need of that more physical forward as well. But there's going to be a lot of interest in him in the summer. That is for sure. Uh, Marcus says, I would like to keep Lacazette and so spend more money on one striker than splitting the money across two. What are your thoughts? I think if we've got the option to move on from uh, Lacazette with a really good forward, we should do it. We should look to move on, take our game to the next level. If we can do that, great. If we can't, then Lacazette's a, a great foil to have still if we aren't able to do that. JM says, Tom, excellent piece on that Durham guy. I'm so glad you put it out there. Yeah, look, I put a piece out yesterday. You may have seen this, that Adrian Durham on TalkSport basically turned around and said that Arsenal have done nothing. But asking, what have they done? Arsenal have been very fortunate. We've barely had any. He said, we haven't had uh, zero injuries, is what he said, despite the fact that we lost Granite Xhaka uh, for more than two months and nine matches because of uh, an MCL injury. We've lost Tommy Asu for a significant number of games. We lost Pepe and Partey and El Neni throughout the African Cup of Nations. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's issues meant we lost him and Mikel Arteta made the decision to move him on and has dealt with that really, really well. So to come out and say that we've not done anything or that we're fortunate, it's just wider the mark and it's just drawing attention. Um, and so we broke down all of those thoughts and comments, quite rightly so, and put it in its place. Um, Vermalen, Vanaken, yes, that's who I'm thinking of, Manu. The, the, the Belgian player stuck with a V, Vanaken is exactly who I'm thinking of. Uh, Zana says, is Haaland a little bit more realistic in the summer after seeing his quotes that a good project is more appealing? Yeah, it's definitely more approachable than it was, more realistic than it was, but it's still a very slim chance. Uh, it's like increased it from 1% to 2%, maybe. Uh, who knows, though? Never say never. And uh, we should definitely be throwing our hat into the ring uh, regarding Erling Haaland. Uh, Jonathan says, considering our wingers score the most goals, do you think we should go for a Firmino or Tadic type of striker? No, I think we should go for a striker that's very clinical, but that has very good link-up players as well. And Darwin Nunez and Schick are two options for that. Adam says, why doesn't the government allow Chelsea to sell tickets and put the proceeds in a blocked account? I have no sympathy for them, but it seems a bit too much as it doesn't affect Abramovich. Look, there's a lot of discussions going on yesterday. Frankly, their proposal to get the game against Middlesbrough played behind closed doors was disgusting. It was one of the worst attempts at trying to alleviate or trying to show the ridiculousness of the rules. Look, I'm not going to sit here and try and debate with you that it's a mess and that there's inconsistencies in what's going to be happening. And there is part of me that thinks that free tickets for away fans should certainly be given. But I don't think that... I'd, if it's not possible for Chelsea to sell tickets, giving them away for free, it's, it's certainly an option. But you can't request that Middlesbrough play the game behind closed doors and then cite sporting integrity as the reason when you consider what's actually going on. And Middlesbrough put out a fantastic statement and should be applauded for their statement because it was spot on. And look, for me, it was just another reason to hate Chelsea. It's just, and I do hate Chelsea, and I'm very open and vocal about hating Chelsea because of their history of such awful things from a portion of their fan base and also the club themselves, and just because of the natural rivalry between Arsenal and Chelsea. But they just take it that one step further and there's a portion of their fan base that takes it far, far too far. And, uh, you know, every club will have its minority of idiots, but it's just Chelsea seem to have a greater proportion and a more vocal and public uh, proportion of idiots at their club as well. Um, scrolling down a little bit more, Craig says, Tom, when people that go to games at the Emirates say something is happening, belief is what belief is. Uh, 
belief is what believe in happening is our fan base for the first time in a long time. Craig, I'm going to try and reword that. <laughs> I think what you're saying is when you go to the games at the Emirates, there's kind of a feel around the club that something is happening and that there's a belief in the fan base that we're moving in the right direction and we haven't felt like this for a long time. That is what you meant. Great. If it's not, sorry, but that's the way I've interpreted it. And I agree with you. And I'm looking forward to going to the Emirates tonight to get that kind of atmosphere and buzz. I've not been to the stadium since the Villa game earlier on this season. So I'm looking forward to getting and soaking up this atmosphere and seeing where we sit uh, come the end of the game. Uh, Rich Carnage says, Tom, do you uh, do you not think Arteta is worth keeping for his experience? It's a very young forward line and the strikers being linked are mostly too yeah. Do you mean Lacazette? <laughs> you must have Arteta on the brain, Rich Carney. But I think you mean uh, Lacazette. Do you think Lacazette is worth keeping for his experience? He's worth keeping for his experience if you can still bring in quality. But if you can't, I mean, it's, if you can't bring a player in because you're keeping him and that's stopping you from bringing in a really quality forward, I don't see the need in keeping him. And I also think that we've got a lot of experience in the team still, to be honest. So, I mean, you've got Erdegaard, who's a 23-year-old with loads of experience at this point. I think Ben White, at 23, 24 years of age, has got experience of going through the championship, playing in the Premier League, moving to a big club and succeeding. I think you've got players like Bakaya Saka that have gone through some really, really horrible times after the penalty shootout in the European Championship finals. You've got uh, and had to deal with that and has come through that. You've got players um, like Kieran Tierney that are a leader that have gone through European football with Celtic and they've then come to Arsenal and been able to stamp their mark on the team. Aaron Ramsdale, the experience of going through that many legations and then coming through that and moving to a big team. There's experience. The word experience is overused um, and it's associated typically with players of an older age, but we've got experience in this squad and we've got valuable mentality and the right heads in this squad too. So there you go. I think that probably answers your question. Um, let's. I think we're probably going to wrap things up there. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. There won't be a show after the game, as I say, I'm going to be there, but there will be a reaction to that in tomorrow's 8 a.m. show. More breakdown of the game in this morning's uh, Arsenal way at half past nine, so in just over an hour's time. Do drop a like on the video if you have enjoyed it, and even if you haven't, and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, as it always is. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.